Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Inside Scoop. I'm David Owen. Many of us find the holiday season to be very stressful, but imagine you have limited options for stress relief. You can't enjoy a movie because it seems loud, so loud that it's uncomfortable. Or perhaps you just want to play in a video arcade with family and friends, but you can't reach the controls to enjoy it. It's got to be really frustrating. If you've ever faced a similar situation with your special needs student, you'll want to keep listening. There's an opportunity coming up that you don't want to miss. Here to tell us more about this is Special Ed Supervisor Dominique Terrens. Welcome to the podcast, Dominique. Thank you so much, David. Before we dive in, listeners, remember to subscribe, like, or follow the Inside Scoop so you'll get the notifications of the new podcast episodes when they release. You'll want to let others know about us, too, if you find this podcast helpful. Now, Dominique, we know the range of challenges our special needs students face is tremendously broad, but can you give our listeners an idea of the types of things that prevent them from being able to enjoy activities like the rest of us do? Sure. So sometimes in the community, activities that we interact in can be very loud, can Mm -hmm. be very stimulating, it can be very crowded. And for some students, that can be very overwhelming and make them not want to or not able to participate. Sensory issues. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it could be physical issues that are indicated. For example, going for a walk in some of our state or national parks could be very difficult Uh for a student who is accessing a wheelchair to be able to move around. So sometimes there's motor difficulties. They're just, just the very basic things can stand between somebody having enjoyment and not right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, having a special needs child, depending on the level of need, the the parents can really have a hard time just enjoying certain aspects of life. Um, And and one of the reasons that I wanted to have you here is to explore that whole thing with not just the special needs students and what they face, but the family overall. It's got to be stressful for them just day to day, right? Sure. The things that everyone does as part of their daily life can just be take more time be more intensive Mm -hmm. and then in addition their children may need to access private therapies that they're taking them to interventions that they're providing homework can take longer so lots of activities can be difficult and as we talked about earlier when they go out into the community to engage in some of these activities and fun things it can be more challenging for them Every parent has to deal with with, uh, you know, homework and and the stresses of homework, but uh, and and sometimes taking your kids to soccer or some other uh, appointment is always stressful for uh, gen ed parents. But it's got to be 10 times harder for the special needs parent because, yeah, you've you've got to work on that homework. But you also, like you said, have to take a little bit longer doing the homework, perhaps, or or maybe you've got, instead of one appointment to go play soccer, you've got a therapy appointment mm-hmm. to have to get to, which isn't quite as fun, I would imagine. <laughs> no, and talking with the educational professionals about what supports and services your child needs and yeah. having those collaborations, it can all be rather heavy. So what, what would you say is the biggest need of a special needs family or, or desire for a special needs family? 
I think the biggest need of a special needs family is the same as it is for any family, and that is to be a part of their community, Mm. for their whole family to be part of the community, for their children to be part of the community, to plug into those resources, to have social relationships, to participate in community events. And really, that's why we felt it was so important to have this Community Connections Resource Fair, because we know how important it is to have social relationships relationships in the community and mm-hmm. to be plugged in as a family and for your children to be plugged in to the community. No, I've got a, a middle actually I've got I've got three middle schoolers. It's killing me. <laughs> oh, um, my. <laughs> and um, their their biggest thing in life is how to fit in, you know, who who to have as as friends and and how can I be a part of the group that's having fun. It seems like everybody is always, everybody else is always having fun and they just want to fit in. For a special needs student, that's uh, perhaps some of them don't don't realize their situation, but a lot of them do. It's just maybe their body's not cooperating mm-hmm. or, or they they come across in a way that, that maybe other students are a little put off or, or uh, afraid to approach them. But their desire is the same, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We all want to belong. Yeah. We did a podcast with uh, George Morgan and Jessica Coleman from your department. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they dropped this little hint about a resource fair. Tell us more about this resource fair. So the Community Connections Resource Fair that is coming up on February 7th mm-hmm. um, is going to be able to highlight a lot of different organizations from um, within our community. Some are smaller organizations to some that are very large draws, Atlanta attractions in the Atlanta area that draw people from, from other states. Wow. So we're very excited to have um, quite a few vendors coming this year and they'll be able to talk about sensory friendly accessible options that parents with students with disabilities can plug their children into opportunities could include sports museums recreation um, summer camps social type programs Mm -hmm. uh, dancing arts all different types of things will be there it just keeps going on so let's drill down a little bit now a minute ago you mentioned uh national parks Uh, those are open to everybody Mm -hmm. Um, how do the national park services accommodate special needs students yes we're very excited to have the uh, state parks joining us this year and they have started a program to help students with disabilities who are utilizing a wheelchair to be able to access their trail system wow (laughs) okay all right so my mind is going to uh the different type of bicycle wheels is that the same for a wheelchair Yes, they have created specially designed wheelchairs that are able to navigate those trails and really allow students to be able to interact with nature. Is it like a mountain bike wheelchair? <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm, I'm picturing knobby tires. Is that really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And you did, you corrected me. It's, it's state parks, not national parks necessarily. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you mentioned vendors. How, how many vendors and services are there that are being represented for uh, students to or or for families to get to know sure currently we have 56 vendors that are on board we are actually still working with a few more so that number could go up slightly but 56 right now 
Goodness, where where do you house all the? I mean, where do you hold this event? Is what I should ask. <laughs> so it's going to be at the Cobb Innovation Technology Academy, which is in Marietta. Cobb Innovation and Technology Academy. Why that rings a bell. That's CETA. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Now CETA has this great uh, atrium. I guess that's where you're having it, right? That is where it's going to be. Yep. All right, and that's that's adjacent to Osborne High School. For those who may not be familiar with CETA, fifty-six plus vendors. What are some of the the entertainment things that these families would would get to know? The Braves have been attending since our very first year of doing the Community Connections Fair. So they'll be there to talk about how they provide sensory friendly, accessibility friendly options. The Braves are certainly uh, be present. So that's one. And the Hawks are going to be there as well. And then some of our smaller, you know, more local in Cobb County programs will be there as well. Okay, so this uh, resource fair is coming up rather soon. Are you still accepting uh, vendors to uh, come and present what they have to offer for for Cobb students? At this point, we have uh, reached out to the vendors throughout the community and heard back from most of them. Mm -hmm. So we have filled uh, the spots that we have available for this year. However, absolutely, if there are vendors out there that want to share their resources with us, the parent mentors maintain a web page where they share this information from the fair as well. In addition, other vendors who may not come to the fair, we can share information with our community so that parents have a place they can go to to be able to find information about accessible, sensory-friendly opportunities in the community. Yeah, so it's not just this one event. It's an ongoing thing, It is. It's part of their job that they do every day. Okay. Uh, Let me switch gears back to the family side. If a family wants to go to this, and it's a great opportunity to find all of these resources under one roof, Mm -hmm. um, can they just show up on on the date, or do they have to register? How does that all work? We will typically send out a registration link for parents to be able to come, just so that we know how many to expect, but it is not required that parents have to register in order to come. We definitely would like it if you can sign up on that link so we can anticipate how many, Um, but it is a very open event. As you mentioned, it'll be in that front kind of atrium area. Uh And parents are free to explore at their own pace, whatever tables they want to go see, areas that they're more interested in, see all the tables. We would love that. But it isn't scripted. You don't have a set way you have to go through. Each vendor has their own table. So it's kind of like a, a trade show. Yes. So to speak. Yeah, okay. that's a good analogy. So you get to go up to a table and, and see what they have to offer and ask questions, I presume? Absolutely. Each one of the organizations sends vendors from their organization. So there are people from each one of these uh, organizations to speak individually with the parents and answer any questions they might have. This is an opportunity for fun, or these are opportunities for fun for these families. Are there therapeutic or academic angles to this as well? Most of the vendors that are there are more for community connections fun. However, some of them do offer also therapeutic programming, and they have that information to share as well. Okay. Like uh, I I know of one, uh, I think it was horseback riding. Mm -hmm. Is that uh, represented? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. There's some summer camps that work on building social skills. So there definitely are some other options that are out there in addition to fun things. 
This is fantastic. It's the sort of thing that if I were in the shoes of, of someone uh, in need of finding some opportunities for my student, this would be like the, the holy grail of, <laughs> of resources because you've pulled, what did you say, 56 plus vendors together in this one opportunity and they're not web searching everywhere for opportunities. That's fantastic. Is there anything else you want to add? Really, I just hope that you'll um, come out to see us. Again, it's on February 7th from 6.30 to 8.30 over at CETA. We are just so very blessed to be able to pull this together to offer it for our community, and we, we really hope to see you all out there. 6.30 p.m. to... <laughs> Yes, sir. 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 Don't p.m. Don't show up before sunrise. And, and I should ask this. Is there a, a charge to get in? Absolutely not. This is free for our community, and it's also free for our vendors who are participating. Wow. The vendors are kind of going above and beyond what they really have to do. Yes, we are so very blessed to be here in Cobb County, and our and the greater Atlanta area in general is very inclusive. And our vendors, our organizations, they really want to include our community. They want to include our families. They want to include students with disabilities, and they want to be as inclusive as they can be. So this is something that they are reaching out to us too, huh. to because they want to be involved. So we really appreciate them so we'll drop the the address and link and all that stuff in the show notes folks uh, because we we really want you to take advantage of this we've heard feedback from folks in fact there's going to be a link in the show notes that has a video that kind of gives you a feel for what it's like and what the parents who've attended thought about it I, I can't say enough about this event i think it's one of the best things that cop schools does dominique thank you so much for telling us about this Thank you so much, David. Really appreciate being able to come and talk about it. As always, if you'd like to know more about the upcoming resource fair, either as a family or a potential vendor, check out the show notes for the links that I just mentioned. And if you can't find the show notes in your podcast app, just visit the Cobb Schools homepage. That's CobbK12.org and click on the podcast icon in the upper right hand corner. If you found this podcast helpful, be sure to give us a follow or subscribe and pass the info along to somebody else who could use this info. A lot of people need to hear this. So thank you for listening to this episode of The Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.